G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is the true value and meaning of our lives? The sad thing about that question is that we often allow other people to answer it for us. We listen to what they say about purpose and about our lives in particular. We need to listen to what God has to say. This is Set Free with Ken Legg. It's Phil Edwards here and with me is author and teacher Ken Legg. And this week we are tossing around the very big question of what is the true value and meaning in our lives? Now, Ken, there are two things here, value and meaning. Are they different? Are they connected? Are are they the same thing? That's a good question, Phil. I, I believe that though they are distinct, yet they are connected at the same time. I mean... It's important to know our true value before we try to understand our purpose or meaning in life. Otherwise, we'll end up basing our value on what we do, you know, the purpose that we pursue. The fact is that we had value before we discover and enter into our purpose in life. And we need to know who we are before we know why we are. In other words, being, if you like, precedes doing. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. We need to be confident in our position before we then go and do what it is that we're called to do. It, it, it makes logical sense. But if our values come before our purpose, what's our value based on then? Where do we get that? Well, I think that uh, it comes from two things, and uh, I call those creation and redemption. Now, creation tells us that we are special, we are unique, we're different to every other species, every other form of creation simply because we've been made in God's image. Now, what does that mean? Well, only man has body, soul, and spirit. Mm. You know, when I use the word man, I'm, I'm using that generically, man yes, or woman. Yeah, mankind. Mankind. Yeah. Plants have body, animals have body and soul, but we have body, soul, and spirit. Why is that? Because the spirit was created so that God could come and live in us and dwell with us and manifest his life through us so that creation could see the moral image of God Mm. manifest through us. So we're very special in the sense that uh, God created us in his own likeness and in his own image. But then, of course, we see it again in redemption because we mucked that up and we pulled the plug on our connectedness with God and uh, end up with our own image of sin and and rebellion. But God didn't leave it there. God didn't just let us be and then visit judgment upon us. Rather, he came down to this planet as one of us and took the judgment upon himself so that we could be pardoned and restored back into fellowship with himself. And, and to do that, of course, he made an, a paid an incredible price. We've been bought with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So God has placed double value on us by creation and redemption. Sometimes I, I sort of illustrate this, especially when I'm talking to kids. I, I hold up a $20 note before them. I say, now, who would like this? And, of course, you almost get killed in the crush. <laughs> it's a dangerous question to say. You need a few bodyguards around you when you ask that question. And, of course, everybody puts their hand up. And then I say, well, hang on a minute. Let me just do something here. And so I screw it up into a tiny little ball. 
I say, there's all screwed up now. Who wants it now? And, of course, all the hands go up again. Nobody's, nobody's uh, you know, They're not bothered opted by it. out. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll say, well, hang on a minute. Let me just do something else. And I throw it on the ground and, and I stamp on it and I kind of uh, really trample it underfoot. And I say, I hold it up now. I say, now who wants it? And all hands go up. I say, now, of course, the reason why you still want that is I could have given you a clean, crisp $20 note and you could go down to the shops and buy something with that. But if I gave you this $20 note, you can go down to the shops and you can still buy the same amount of things. It's still it. worth the same 20 bucks. It hasn't lost its value. Despite what's happened to it, mm. it has not lost its value. Mm. And, and, and I think that you know that's illustrated so wonderfully by the fact that God did bother to send Jesus to us and, and, and to die in our place. I, I often ask that question. It's been asked many times. You know, uh, Somebody sort of asked the question, I asked God, how much does he love me? And Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross and said this much. Mm. What a wonderful illustration. I guess that the importance of knowing this is that if we think our value is based on doing stuff, then we'll be on the never-ending treadmill of, of seeking approval, seeking to achieve. Yeah, and I think it's ignorance of this understanding uh, of our true value, which is one of the greatest problems in the Christian walk today, is that people do not know who they are and they're driven to try to become someone or to earn the right to be loved and to be valued, but they already have value without doing anything. You remember yesterday we spoke about that famous painting called The Bay? Yeah, the uh, little boy put the chewing gum yeah, on. Yeah. Erected. Now, that was valued at $1.5 million, $1.5 million. Why was it valued at that? Because the artist thought, well, that's what it's worth. I reckon so. It's my painting. <laughs> uh, no, it, it was worth that because somebody was actually willing to pay that price for it. That's why it was valued at $1.5 million. Well, again, how can we say that we are of value? Because the Son of God was willing to pay the ultimate price for us, you know, to, to redeem us with his own precious blood. We've not been redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus, and that's what gives us our value. You know, I've never thought of it that way. You know, I've heard the phrase, something is only worth as much as somebody is willing to pay for it. But when you think about it in the context of our lives, our lives are worth as much as someone is willing to pay for them. And Jesus paid the ultimate price for us on the cross. Absolutely. Okay, would you say to someone listening now who thinks that they might have blown it because of some terrible decision or a mistake or something in their lives, that they've missed out on his perfect will? Can they lose value somehow? Well, going back to that illustration again of the $20 note, mm. you know, a lot of us have been screwed up just like that uh, <laughs> $20 note. and Some of us have been trampled on and uh, we feel like we've been abused and uh, spat out, you know, by people. But we haven't lost our value. We are, we're still the same in the sight of God because the value has been set by creation and by redemption. I heard a story, it's quite a while back now, of a couple that were just sitting down in a cafe having a cup of coffee and uh, somebody tripped as they walked past them and, and knocked the table and the coffee went all over the wall. The wall was white, or it was white. <laughs> it was white, yeah. <laughs> But now it's uh, like a brownish colour. You know, everybody was just saying, oh, no, this is terrible. You know, what a mess and I'm so sorry. Everybody was apologising and so on. But there was an artist in the cafe and he noticed that. He went up to the owner. He said, look, um, can I come in and create around that a picture. He said, I, I see something in this and, and I can bring something out of it. Would you let me come in and, and do that? And that's exactly what he did. He, he spent a few days and uh, got out the paintbrushes and so on. And, you know, with this creative ability, he brought forth this um, masterpiece out of the disaster piece. 
And, and that's what God does. And the whole thing is this, that throughout eternity we're going to magnify the grace of God. And God's grace shines against the backdrop of things like sin and our mistakes. Not that we sin so that his grace would abound or, or would shine, but um, because of our sin, God is able to step in and magnify his grace and to show, show us, show the world, show the angels, if you like, that sin is not the last word or the last commentary on our lives. So whatever our mistakes and our failures might be, um, there's that beautiful phrase in the scripture that says, but God, mm. but God. There's a great old saying too, that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And guess who the beholder is? Yeah, it's God himself. Mm. And and that's why you know we said at the beginning of this uh, program today, sadly we've let other people give us a sense of value or lack of value by listening to their opinions and their judgments upon our lives. Um, and one of our failures is that we don't stop to listen to what God really says about our lives. Mm. He's made two bold, uh, loud statements about our lives and, 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 and their value. One is creation. The second is redemption. It's good stuff, Ken. It's uh, really good stuff. And we'll have more of it for you tomorrow when we continue this conversation and uh, wrap it up for the week as we look at the true value and meaning of our lives, that God is the one who is the ultimate judge of our value. And I've got to say, Ken, I, I love that illustration of the $20 note. That's going to stick in my mind for a bit because, you know, you, you, if, it's, if it's screwed up or trampled on, sure, it may look dirty or crumpled. Yeah. And that might be how we look or feel in our lives, but it's still worth 20 bucks. Yeah, the only yeah. thing is if you ever you use that, if you're telling it to kids... Remember that you've offered it to them, so you've got to give it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll uh, I'll have your wallet later. Thanks very much. Good insight today on the true value and meaning of our lives, and we'll continue with more tomorrow with Ken. And until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free. For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.